Welcome to the Questionable to Return podcast, where three lifelong friends discuss Wisconsin sports and more. Now, here's your hosts, Andy, Mike, and Pete. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Questionable to Return podcast. As always, I'm Andy with my buddies. We're back to buddies again. Mike? Hi, everybody. I'm back. Pete? Hey. Where were you, Mike? Where were you? I was on the disabled list. I had to miss a little bit of time. It's work gets in the way. I was thinking if I just quit my job, I could do a lot more podcasting. Sounds good to me. How about we all do that? Should we all just quit our jobs and podcast? As enticing and exciting as that might be, I don't think the missus would appreciate that, nor mm, that's true. would the commitments I have, such as house payments and... yeah. Car payments and kids' sports and everything. Yeah, in my case, Luna would have to start making a lot more money. Very true. Put her to work. Yeah. So I think before we get started, I think we'd be a little remiss if we didn't give a couple shout-outs. To Yoda? To Yoda number one. He did a oh. great job filling in for Mike. I did notice, though, as the episode went on, Yoda, he started to fade just a little bit and sound more like, I'm not quite sure mm. who. Grover? Maybe a little Grover, yeah. Yeah. A little hybrid? Yeah. yeah. His voice was kind of raspy. Yeah, it sounds like it kind of hurts your throat to do it. Uh, yeah. A little bit. <laughs> yeah, I can't do wait, too much. Wait, 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 wait. That wasn't the real Yoda? No. I hate to break it to you. I hate to break it to you, but no, it wasn't. Next thing you're going to tell me is wrestling's not real. Wrestling's real. We found out tonight how real it was. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. We had a lot of fun. Yeah, we did... Uh, we did the women's and men's Royal Rumble by everybody a pool where everybody got three wrestlers. It, you had me hooked by bringing gambling into it. So did you get any prop bets in? I could not get prop bets in in time. We were too busy filling out the uh, board. Yeah, filling out the board, eating some sausage and cheese and nummy foods. But yeah, it went a lot. It went pretty good, I think. Yeah, we had ten people, so everybody picked three numbers and those are your slots so you didn't know which wrestler you had mm-hmm. until the uh until the music started and they came out which makes it fun because you're cheering for getting someone who might actually win it <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah because you kind of know well if you watch you kind of know who going into it who's gonna win or who has a chance to win and um it was uh it was a lot of fun it was kind of a surprise for me for the men's a little bit but not not too much at all, but I just thought thought spoiler alert. So spoiler alert: if you're gonna if you're gonna watch the rumble, then the next maybe you should turn it off right now. Turn this podcast off right now. If you're gonna watch a rebroadcast, yeah, the Royal Rumble after this podcast comes yeah, out, yeah, because we're gonna give out spoilers. So so yeah, I I was kind of surprised at Seth Rollins one. I'm I really like him. I was just uh, I was thinking that Strowman would win seeing how Lesnar Lesnar won because that was kind of like everyone wanted the like two giants to fight yeah, each other at WrestleMania and stuff. I mean you knew he had a pretty good chance when he got chucked out of the or or slid out and attacked outside the ring and was knocked quote unconscious right, on the yeah. table. Typical. Yeah. yeah but both, so was Seth so Rollins. Ch- both, so the two final guys Seth were Rollins, outside yeah. of the ring for yeah, like so twenty you, minutes. So you know both of them had a chance because they're gonna but, they had a time some rest they had some time to rest up. When they were outside of the ring the best thing happened of the night when Nia Jax the the woman yeah I thought for sure like she was gonna have a real in. shot to come in yeah she, she came in and she, started dominating she stole the thirtieth spot in the men's Royal Rumble mm-hmm. after competing yeah. in the women's Royal Rumble yes 
I was glad. Which really upset the the person who had the 30th. Yeah, our truth. Our truth always gets screwed out of something. So yeah, that but he's was, great. Uh, he's pretty funny. He always comes out not knowing what pay per view it is, not knowing what night it is. He's always confused, and he always puts on a good show. I so. think yeah, your your nephew took it the hardest when yeah. <laughs> when he lost his wrestlers. Yeah, really yeah in, definitely. He was the youngest person there, and he's really into he's wrestling. So into wrestling, so yeah, he was really disappointed. He, he, he didn't was, know what was going on. He was he's shouting like, out, "No, he was shouting Jax out, can't uh, be out here right now." <laughs> who everyone was just like by the first two seconds of their music. Right. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty That's impressive. Pretty amazing. I was glad, though, the men's went the way it did because our friend Chris won the Women's Royal Rumble. Right. He, he beat me. It was down to the final two. Uh, I had Charlotte. Charlotte Flair, and Chris had... Uh, Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch, Lynch. yeah. Which, took, Becky which Lynch. also was like a sub-in because she took, like, what was it, Lana's? Luna. Lana's, yeah. Luna Lana's. the cat. Luna the cat's. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lana's. She took Lana's spot because Lana got injured earlier in the night. We didn't see that, but in the again, pre-show. Again, there's big air quotes on that. Pre-show, she yeah. got injured, so her ankle injury was too much. So, yeah. Nia Jax ended up taking her out again. So, Chris, believe, uh, right? yeah, yeah so. Chris beat me out in the, for the, to win the pot of the uh, Women's Royal Rumble, and then he had Strowman, who mm-hmm. was the favorite for the men's, oh, and yeah. we're like, we can't have Chris win. Yeah, because Cena had a quote-unquote injury. Yeah, so. another injury. So, Strowman was back in. Unaired injury, so yeah, I'm glad Chris didn't take all the money. Your niece won the uh, men's royal rumble. Yeah, Chris so. yeah. don't need he don't need the money. Yeah, yeah, I was hoping a kid would win one right. of the pots. Yeah, that, and that made yeah. him happy because I was his sister, so it was it was good to see. Yeah, yeah, my niece was pretty excited. She's gonna, probably going to buy a bunch of Starbucks. Yeah. She loves Starbucks. All these kids nowadays love Starbucks. I know, I don't that's know why. Weird. I mean, you can get like smoothies and stuff there, but uh, yeah. It's kind of interesting. It still seems kind of weird. I don't know. Kids, like, it seems so adult to be going to Starbucks. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, like spend it at, like, Dairy Queen or something. <laughs> yeah. Coffee's for adults. This is what we do because uh, the work day's long and we're always tired. <laughs> exactly. It was, well, a pretty, yeah. it was a pretty good experience for me because I, I think this is the first, I, if you've been listening, this is my first wrestling experience, experience to get back into it since, like, preteen years yeah i think i'm in about the same boat i had not watched wrestling in a long time i was getting caught up just looking at the betting odds of who everyone was <laughs> what i thought it was i thought it was kind of funny that we actually did get a few wrestlers that we, <laughs> we knew like ray mysterio yeah ray mysterio's back in the wwe was it chris sure. angle kurt angle kurt angle yeah Jesus he was Christ, kurt angle that. yeah he was a commissioner for a while and then he fought for a while actually last year yeah, so he was one of the surprises he's a little stiff yeah, he's a little. Uh, yeah, he's hurt all the time. He's he's got such a bad neck and everything. But yeah, and then who's, um, who's the singer guy? The Jeff, Jeff Jarrett. That was another one. He looked great. I was glad they got rid of him pretty Good quick. Fifty-one year old. We tried to guess his age before looking it up, and my <laughs> gu- my guess was off by about fifteen years. Yeah, the bad way. <laughs> he looked really bad. Yeah, and then he was wearing like his original outfit, which is not very flattering for a man. Well, it was, wasn't flattering it back was, then. Yeah, <laughs> no. It get well, I was after. shocked to see that he's fifty-one because we were pointing out that like Shane McMahon's forty-nine, mm-hmm. and he looks like, in far better shape. Yeah, than Jeff yeah. Jarrett. They're only two years apart. I thought Jeff Jarrett. Well, he's had a McMahon. A McMahon's gonna be in shape. I was gonna say. He's I, mean, not, I think Vince quite the wear can still and tear. Fight. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Vince McMahon was doing like the cover of Men's Health when he was like late fifties and yeah. still jacked and like yeah. shredded and. Out there in dress pants and no shirt, wrestling The Rock. <laughs> Those oh, were like the last or days. Or Stone Cold. The Stone Cold, yeah. The Stone Cold versus McMahon were like the best years. I don't know. I still, I don't think anything can top those years. That that was so much fun. That because then when he came out, I think um, something happened, 
in uh, one of the matches, and he he ran out, sprinted out, and he tried to jump into the ring to be like all frustrated. So he started to dive in, hit both of his quads on the ed- edge of the mat, tore them both off the bone. Oh, oh my! So then he couldn't get up, so he just slid into the corner and was yelling like crazy. And he, everybody's so confused because he can't stand <laughs> up because he has no. The show must go oh, on. Tore his quad tendons or whatever. So. Yeah, it just makes it me bad. shudder thinking about that. Yeah. Both of them. Both of them <sighs> torn. Yes. No good. Yeah, anyway. wa- watching this tonight reminded me that wrestling is brutal <laughs> physically. Yeah, the, it's the changed sh- a lot since since you guys pretty, pretty much right. watched Some of again, the shots so. these guys were taking. Yeah. And Brock Lesnar looked legitimately hurt at one point. He took like uh, a part of, of the... T- shots. Part of the, like the edge of the table yeah. to the ribs. Yeah. And it was like, oh, he's holding his ribs. But then it's like he never stopped holding his yeah, ribs. He even, looked in pain. Even when the ref tried to put that arm up, he, he's like, no. They got, him in the, they got him in the diverticulitis. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, Lesnar won and Rousey won. Rousey looked like her arm was going to pop out of socket too. Yeah. That yeah, I missed wrenched that on pretty good. Yeah. She, well, I'm a big fan of hers, so I, I was a little upset that I, I came over fight, late. The fight was okay. Yeah. Rousey's still a little raw. I don't know why she's champion. They, they gave well, it to her too early, but... I'm getting too deep right now. She's a big She's turning this into a yeah. WWE podcast. <laughs> yeah, now you're getting a little biased. <laughs> so, but yeah, you guys going to watch till WrestleMania? You guys going to stick mm, with me? I, if there were more Royal Rumbles, I love the Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble I wasn't as interested in WrestleMania does have a uh, Royal Rumble in it. When's, when's that tag team cage thing? The Elimination Chamber is yeah. next in February. Ooh, that looks fun. That's actually fun. There's four guys in a corner and they're locked and then they're locked inside. So, like, I think after so many minutes, like 10 minutes or something, it's like all of a sudden one door gets unlocked and that guy comes out and fights. So once you're pinned, you have to go out. Of course, you're done. But, yeah, that's pretty fun. That seems somewhat interesting. So they have, they'll have yeah. a men's and women's one probably. We'll see. Anyway. Like I said, you got to find the gambling angle. That's how you get me. Right. Always a gambling it, angle and everything. Come yeah. on, no? Yeah. It was pretty fun having the board and everyone seeing everyone cool. everyone's wrestlers up there and who is left. So mm-hmm. definitely big hit. I would recommend it. Well, thanks. I, I appreciate you guys humoring me for a, that was a good. good five hours. Oh, I got excited <laughs> about this. I went and bought tag board to make a board right after work on Friday. <laughs> yeah. First thing I did. I was impressed. So back to the original topic of being remiss about mentioning a few people that contributed to questions and other. Things to that nature during the Frank podcast. Mike, you want to keep us honest? Yeah, I got a lot of positive feedback about Frank, and people are saying, like, oh, I didn't even know his story or who he was. And my brother was saying that he's like, I could listen to this guy tell Packer stories all day. He's like, I wish the podcast was twice as long. It's like, yeah, Frank's the best. And I wanted to thank everyone who actually did submit questions because we do appreciate that helping. uh, We had Mandy, Kelly, Don, Steve, Chris, and Sang submit questions. Sang, shout out to him. I haven't seen him in a while. We all went to high school together. I went to college with him. It's been a while, but yeah. So thanks for listening, guys. Yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for participating. Uh, We were curious to see what kind of stuff people had to ask. We tried to work it in as we went as best we could, but yeah, I just wanted to make sure everybody got some credit for helping us out. It was interesting as we went to, um, our kids have a, Dribble Club, and their last performance was at the high school game at, at Union Grove this past Friday, and Don Schoff actually does the announcing for it, which I didn't really realize till after the fact. But anyway, I talked to him for a little bit, and he was kind of 
um, reminisce because I think he talked with Frank a little bit afterwards how excited Frank was that about the episode. So that was kind of cool to hear. Yeah. But I just kind of like talked to him a little bit and thanked him for all he did to help Frank get to where he was and, and whatnot. So that was kind of a fun conversation. I was surprised how many people, one, one don't know that we're behind it, which is kind of interesting. Yeah. But two, I think how many people really um, supported it and reached out to listen to the podcast just because of Frank. So, he, I mean, we have a whole community and people behind him more than I even think he realizes, even after like the Go Frank Go um, piece. So that was pretty, pretty cool to see him be. Pretty fun to be a part of. Yeah, the Go Frank Go is still going strong. Still has a lot of people. Still, even before we did the podcast, I saw there was a recent post on the Facebook page. Very cool. Yeah, it doesn't stop at Frank though. We're uh, working on some some big guests, hopefully. So hopefully we can Sorry, bring you more guests in 2019 that uh, pretty interesting and pertaining to Wisconsin or sports. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, and yeah, not hopefully. to mention we'll not, see. And not we'll to see. mention bringing Frank back. Yeah, and Frank, Frank will be back. Yeah, now that we heard Frank's whole story, I would like to have him on just to talk Packers, maybe. Yeah, once the NFL season starts, we'll probably have him on more frequently, I think. Yeah. Yeah, we talked a little bit off off the cuff, maybe like draft time. You'd be interested to kind of do a summary of like who the Packers drafted. That might be a good little segment. And then toward the end of the training camp would probably be a good one to give a little preview. Yeah, because after the draft, we'll know free agent signings and the draft. We'll have a completely different outlook on the team. Right. So we started something new, Mike. It's called Around the Horn with Pete. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of go interesting stories. Okay. That I, I don't know if you... Is it, is it rapid fire? I don't fire? know if you listened. I don't know I did if you listen were one to of the, the whole listeners. Episode. So. I did listen to the whole episode. The problem with some of those rapid fires, like, I, I get really opinionated. Yeah. Yeah, so I really only have one because I felt like we have a lot to talk about, probably. Okay. So oh, I got one then to follow so, up. Might okay, that's be, fine. Might not be sports related. All right. So... The, I won't jump the gun. I'll let you finish. No, that's fine. I was just going to say. I was going to go right I was going to say, I see the note is a NASCAR topic. Yeah. So, Eric, we promise it'll be brief. <laughs> yeah, it'll be brief. It it's, uh, hits close to home for me and um, for most of Wisconsin. So, NASCAR announced their uh, Hall of Fame, and Alan Kwicki made the Hall of Fame. So, if, if none of you know, or some of you may know, Alan Kwicki was a, he was a race car driver from... From Wisconsin, and he was my late grandpa's favorite racer. Of course, he drove the number seven Hooters car, which is great. <laughs> I like him now. Yeah. So yeah, he was close to my heart. I mean, he he uh, his life was cut short by a plane crash in 1993. Less than five months after he won, the the was the became the last driver to win the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series, which it's named now. It was named differently back then. He was a privateer. So Privateer is a competitor who pays for his own racing team, usually backs them by himself and and um, kind of helps out, fix the car, actually goes under the hood and fixes the car and helps helps out with everything. So he was kind of the last one to win that, the championship um, with that tag, I guess. So it's kind of cool. He, he, he always, uh, when he did win, he famously would do the Polish victory lap. Now my grandpa was Polish, so... Of course, he would he would love this, but the Polish victory victory lap is when you go around the track the opposite way. Oh, I like it. So he wanted to see all the fans. So obviously the driver's side, so he can see all yeah, the fans, have the flag out, and say hi to them and thank them and stuff. So it was pretty awesome. So he started that when he won back back in the '80s, I think, or something like that. But anyway, 
Being a privateer is impressive because NASCAR is not cheap. No. Right. no. I know even if they had a sponsor, but to also, you know, come up with your yeah. own. Yeah, yeah. No major car manufacturer uh, backs them. And yeah, to win even with that kind of kind of tag has to be pretty amazing. Even even back then, I think, you know, in the 90s. But What's, uh, with, what's with plane crashes taking so many athletes? Yeah. It's Roberto crazy. Clemente? Ray Holiday? Ray Holiday, yeah. Didn't, didn't uh, Marshall football team? Yeah. That was a big one. Payne Stewart? Yeah, there's a lot. It's kind of surprising. But yeah, I just wanted to Ugh. wanted to bring that up because that was uh, near and dear to my heart. Love you, Grandpa. I know he's uh, doing a Polish victory lap with him in, in Run the shoddy. big sky. Big, big uh, track in the sky, so... What do you got for me, Mike? You said you have one? Yeah, I have one. It's not related to they sports or NASCAR. Yeah. <laughs> this is gonna be this is gonna be switching gears a little bit. So I I was noticing the <laughs> nice Sorry. Sorry about that. The nice we go to, we go to a heartfelt <laughs> heartfelt Grandpa's favorite to, uh, race car driver to, so I don't <laughs> so know. whatever I'm Mike's kinda, gonna talk about. I'm worried. Oh, this is different. <laughs> I noticed using Andy's bathroom, the nice bright lights he has in the mirror that I missed I missed the nose hair. <laughs> Jeez. And <laughs> Pete's wiping away a, a tear for his grandpa. Yeah. Andy's going to start crying laughing now. So wait, you missed the nose hair. Is this yeah. why you missed the podcast? Yeah. Are you sure? <laughs> nose hair I, I had a nose hair injury. Did you pluck too well, many at one well, time? Well, that's what I was going to ask day you guys. Day. You guys, do you trim your nose hair or pluck it? <laughs> oh, God, I trim. <laughs> yeah, it seems like everyone uh, trims. I have a trimmer. Whenever my wife says you got to do something, like when my nose hairs meshing with my mustache, yeah, it's the I have just like I'm going into wood. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) it sounds like it's like a wood shimmer. Oh God, I'm gonna choke on my laughter. It sounds like trying to cut up a piece of steel wool. Oh man, yeah, it does. It's. Well, because yeah, I have. Just and then I feel like it does nothing though when like you do it. You, shove it. you have to disposal. shove it all the way yeah, up that's your the nose, thing, and then just I like think we all rub around one. like in different crevices in your nose. The electric, <laughs> like the electric the attachment for like a oh beard trimmer. The, the, it's with, like, it's with like, a turbine engine in the yeah, middle. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's a. Scary. It's like the size of like a paste uh, pencil eraser. Right. And you. But the thing is, I find like doesn't know. Yeah. I'll try to like then like blow my nose really good afterwards, and I look, (laughs) and it looks like there's just like hardly anything came off. So I just started going with tweezers. Oh god! How do you do that? Oh, there's some. I try to grab as as many at once as I can. There are some times where (laughs) a tear just forms in my eye, like involuntarily. (laughs) Like like after you come out, like do people ask you if you've been crying for forty five minutes? It does look that way, but it feels better. I really get them out by the. Once you get them out by the. Feels better. Yeah, because. Then they're not there. Like I never notice them. Like if they're go- they're completely gone. They're just out of the way. For how long? Yeah. Well, then once you get them out by the root, they, then they grow in. They're not as bad. But I think that's the way to go. You guys should try it sometime. So it's, gonna be, just, it's gonna be great the next time you're off the podcast. People are gonna think you're down with a nose hair injury. Well, I'm just saying, anyone out there, just give it a try. Just. I can't. I'm not, I'm not I, mad I, just, that. I just do it what my wife says I need to do. I just I, I take off my belt and I bite down on it like a <laughs> <laughs> like a Civil War guy getting his legs sawn off and then you I get just a big old stick and then I just yeah bite on a bullet and just pull out as many as I can. But that oh, and that's my roundup around the horn. That's what are around we the horn. It? Yeah, around the that's around the horn. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I called it around and the, the horn. music makes no sense. Is that name trademarked? Mm-hmm. ESPN? He'll probably get sued. Nah. 
<laughs> that was Around the Trumpet with Pete. <laughs> All right, let's transition into the box naturally. Well, didn't we get mail? Yeah, um, Mike, didn't we get mail? Oh, oh, did we? Yeah. Or should I read that mail? Yeah, I think, I think, you I think should. we need to. Well, mail? I was I was gone, and I just saw this came into the mailbag. It's you've from, got mail. Um, I think we're only supposed to use first names, right? When we talk about the mail. Um, this is from sure. her name's. Hey, it does say there's a disclaimer that we'll we'll. Try to the best Use of our ability. Name. Well, her name is Gal, and she's from Hollywood, California. And I noticed her emails at wonderwoman.biz. So <laughs> oh, Jesus. Gal, we'll call her Gal Wonder Woman <laughs> to cover her name. Okay. But she said, uh, where is Mike? Even though it's a podcast, I like having him there knowing he's the handsome one. thought, that's nice. That's nice that the most attractive woman in the world was wondering where I was. So, that was our that was our mail. That was our mail for the week. Yeah, we we don't have no response to that because that is bullshack. Well, we already told her I was just out for work. So, that's nice. To, nice to know though that she's a listener. Thanks for listening, gal. <laughs> and if you want to send questions, send them to questionablereturn. dot com slash mailbag. NBA All-Star starters were announced. Giannis is officially a team captain, well along deserved. with yeah LeBron. Yeah, not deserved. not well deserved. Yeah, LeBron's been hurt a lot. So they uh, they announced for the East. It's Kemba Walker, Kyrie Irving, Kawhi Leonard, and Joel Embiid joining Giannis. And for the West, it's Curry, Harden, Paul George, and Durant joining LeBron. Who do you feel like is the biggest snub? Of the of who did, who should be in the starting lineup, there is one that does jump out. Um, I'm gonna jump right on there and say Anthony Davis should have been in there. Yeah, would you say Anthony Davis over Paul George? Paul George, uh, George has been pretty good. George as has we saw tonight against right. the Bucks. I kind I of know, felt I, like yeah, Anthony Davis seemed. How like over he, to LeBron? Oh, now there's a hot take. LeBron, because of his injury, yeah, you think he's uh, not deserving? Although, I mean, he's LeBron, so he gets the crazy fan vote. Right. He gets to be a captain. He gets first pick, I believe, because he won the fan vote. But, yeah, it is. Yeah, according to the players and media, Anthony Davis was third, and then Paul George was fourth. So... I guess yeah, Anthony Davis. But Ant- yeah, Anthony Davis probably should be a starter. Don't get me wrong, but I, I really LeBron shouldn't be at all. I would say yeah, Davis is probably the biggest in the in the West. Yeah, because yeah, Curry and Harden. Harden deserves it. Um, otherwise, the other guards really don't have much else for a Western Conference that have been having the seasons that Curry and Harden are having. Yeah, I think the only guy who really jumped out that maybe who else could be in the conversation is Jokic. He is yeah. a, he is yeah, putting Jokic, up. Yeah. He's he's averaging like almost 8 assists a game as a big man and Denver is 
been pretty legit all year. Yeah, but then it comes down to if you'd even take LeBron out, Jokic probably still misses out by a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I'll, he, I'll take even the discussion based on some of the, we'll do go Vegas odds of MVP for the season, right? That's a pretty good indicator of who are the top performers in the NBA yeah. at any given moment. So Harden and like Giannis are top two with plus 150. LeBron at sense. plus 800. So, Steph Curry at 1100. Kawhi and then Anthony Davis. So the, the but he's not a starter. It's ridiculous. Interesting thing is, though, the weighted score was tied for George and Davis, but then it goes off of what the fans voted, and oh, the fans had the him breaker. at fourth and fifth. So so George was fourth, and Anthony Davis was fifth in fan voting. So that's a tiebreaker. So they were tied, but um, but yeah, the fans, of course, made that I guess happen. He, I guess he ran into the being in the West. I mean, there's, I guess, a lot more players in the West that. Yeah, the West is definitely stronger. Stacked a little bit higher for him. I don't know. I still think it's a, a bit of a crime that he wasn't on that list. Yeah, because in the there's really no one in the East that stands out as a big snub. I'm actually I'm glad Kemba Walker. Oh yeah, made definitely it being at home. Yeah, and he's having a great year. He's he's finally gotten recognized as an All Star lately. But I mean, it is an exhibition. You want it to be as entertaining as possible. I want the home fans to be excited to have their guy in there but yeah i guess what's nice to see is that bledsoe ended up cracking the top 10 um he had a weighted score of 12 12th that is but um so what makes up, yeah he made so what makes up the weighted score i don't know i can't tell you is just it, a, is just it a made the up three number? of them divided by each other would that would be it i'm trying to figure it out here is bledsoe now the I most know, likely i don't know what the weighted score is i have to look at that is Bledsoe now the most likely second all-star for the Bucks? I mean, I think he's getting the most recognition. And, and to be perfectly honest, even in my opinion, I think he does a lot of things well where I feel, I guess Brogdon does too, but Middleton yeah. seems to be more of a, he's the shooter, and that's like his thing. Uh, yeah. Bledsoe is a, is a slasher and dish. He can also finish at the rim. He's a, he's shown he's a pretty good shooter. I know when we talked about more uh, well-rounded player, it's put that way. Which of the free agents do we most want to keep? And I thought Middleton had the the best track record. I think we all did agreed that Middleton had been the best buck over the I last start, few I years. I did start with Bledsoe. Yeah, but I don't know. Maybe maybe by season's end that'll change, and keeping Bledsoe might be more important. Uh, I know of the starters, of the four non-Yana starters, Bledsoe shoots the worst from three. He's below 30%, whereas uh, Lopez is like 38, Brogdon's over 40, Middleton's like 37 and a half. And that's the only knock on him, I think, is with how many threes the Bucks take, that Bledsoe's the weakest. But yeah, so the just quickly, the, the formula for the weighted score is fans rank times two, plus players rank, plus media rank, divided by four. So that's how they get that number. Okay. So it's 50% so, of the fan so, vote, yeah, 25% 50, for yes. player vote, okay. yeah, so 25% that's, for media sorry vote. Sorry about that. So that's why it's weighted. It's weighted so, yeah, towards the fans. That make, I guess it makes a little bit of sense. But anyway, back to Bledsoe and Middleton anyway. But yeah, I, it's kinda, I wanted to say it's kind of nice to see that, that Bledsoe did make the top 10. And it, based off players and media, he was actually eighth for uh, for that voting rank. So... But yeah, I don't know. I, I kind of go back and forth because Middleton really, 
I think a lot of sites are saying Middleton should make the team, and then Bledsoe's kind of that wild card where I feel like it should almost be the other way because Bledsoe, what he, like, like you said, Andy, what he does on, on the court is a lot more, a lot, you, can, you, you see it a lot more. You see it a lot. He just seems a lot better than last he, year, obviously. He's, like, reinvented himself. Yeah, he leads. Totally. I leads. mean, he's pretty amazing driving to the hoop. Like, he yeah. makes so many tough shots now. And he's he took a lot of, from what I was reading, he was taking a lot of the longer twos you know, in, in Phoenix and stuff. So he kind of reinvented himself to be just that slasher and three-point shooter under Coach Bud. And it's, it's showing dividends. I mean, what he does driving to the lane is just simply amazing sometimes and the shots he makes off balance and he just kind of looks like the Bledsoe that I know and he yeah. defensively he's playing amazing too he leads the team in steals per game that's where I, I kind of trust Bledsoe more when we need a big bucket like late in a game or if it's if the other team's like making a run Middleton it seems like I trust him if he gets a three if he gets a good look from three but I don't really always trust Middleton to create his own shot right. that well. He's Not, like the wide open guy. Yeah. Yeah. But Bledsoe, yeah, he has a knack for sometimes just sometimes he'll just go by people. Even just slash through, yeah. I no matter like, how tall anybody is, too, he'll just find a yeah. way. And I feel like Brogdon does that too. Brogdon has a knack for scoring in the paint. He he does that little dribble down the baseline where yeah. then he finds an opening to just like flip it up, either reverse layup. Yeah, or definitely. he sent he seems to get a lot of those. And I don't know, I feel like Middleton become a little more of a limited scorer. He doesn't have as much in his arsenal, even if he's a better shooter than at least than Bledsoe. I think you just hit between the two. Bledsoe's just a stronger guy. So he can he can get to the get to the rim and still be able to finish amongst the the big guys that are down low. I think Middleton much prefers like that one dribble shoot or spot up and shoot or that open just quick quick release. Yeah. And what might help uh Bledsoe's case is uh, Oladipo's out for the right, season. I was about to bring that up, yeah. Which is a tough break for the Pacers. They're having such a good year, and no Oladipo. They did play pretty well when he was hurt before, but they still have to. You know, the, I don't know if you can consider him that strong a favorite. That's a tough loss. Yeah, yeah. You would think he they drop quite a bit. That we kind of talked about it on the last podcast. How uh, how it, it? I just feel like they. They'll still make the playoffs, I think, but yeah, that they have such a good record. They're already at thirty-two wins now, so they're th- yeah, they're, thir- thirty-two they're and solid. sixteen. They've won two-thirds of their games. They'll the East is terrible. Like the eight seed is the Hornets, who are below five hundred. So yeah, they'll still make the playoffs, and I mean, they might even still be like a top five seed, but possibly it just makes it hard for a for a series. Yeah, not having that that's, that star guard. Or that yeah, trying to. trying to beat a team. Night after night with no Oladipo, that's where it's going to be tough. But it makes things maybe a little easier on the Bucks. So, yeah, we'll see Thursday, though, who the reserves are, right? Mm-hmm. And then the next week after that will be the, the, following the televised Thursday, draft. Yeah. Where LeBron will pick first, and he, he's got to go hard in, right? I don't know. Yeah. We took his old buddy, Kyrie Irving. Oh, After you apologized, if uh, <laughs> if LeBron takes Harden first, who do you guys want Giannis to take? Durant. Oh, you I don't know. Big, I kind of want uh, Curry. I kind of feel like uh, with Giannis, just try to try he, to do what the Bucks do. I think Giannis said he would take. Well, when he when he takes reserves, I guess he'd take Middleton and Bledsoe. But yeah, I don't know. I 
I think Davis would be great, but he's a reserve too, probably. Dang. So he's a reserve. So you have to get rid of those starters first. I don't know. It's hard to. So assuming LeBron doesn't take Durant in that trying to lure him to the, to the Lakers, but if he doesn't take, I don't know how you pass him up. I mean, I, I get the I get the point behind Curry. I mean, that definitely does make sense. Just yeah, have your the start of your but offense. It's, but be. It's, it's not like Durant can't shoot. Yeah. Have can you Le- imagine having both those guys seven footers that can just <laughs> take control Le- of a game? LeBron should just draft his whole team based around guys that stand and shoot threes, and he'll just drive to the lane every single play. There you just go. like the real Bucks. Yeah. I mean, uh, Giannis was fantastic the last All Star game. Mm-hmm. And especially when you know guys just get out of your way to dunk. Yeah. Right? Like Giannis is Curry's even, like I don't want to have yeah, any one, part of that the anymore. One where he just laid down on the floor. Yep. He was just done with that. <laughs> Nobody wants to get posterized. But it'll be interesting. It'll be fun. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited about the, uh, the All-Star game. The The NBA puts on a really entertaining show. The way post, I post, think... Go ahead. Oh yeah, no, I think the way they changed it now, how you draft a team and then they actually make good money off of it, it, it makes it more competitive the whole game, too. So not just the last, you know five minutes or whatever. I mean, it's still going to be in the 180s and all that, whatever. Yeah. whatever. <laughs> they scored last year was insane, but mm-hmm. but it's pretty fun to watch. They're, they're just the best athletes in the world, really, when you think of it. These guys just can do amazing things. I'm just really, really excited to see for the All-Star Weekend the three-point contest consisting of Seth Curry, and then not to be outdone, Steph had to jump in, so now the Curry brothers... Yes, Steph can't let his brother uh, steal the show, so he's going to get in. I hope that's the finals. That's I mean, everyone has to cheer for that, right? But even Damian Lillard's in it and Dirk Nowitzki. I mean, I mean, Dirk's a little bit old now, but still is a pure shooter. Yeah. So it's not a, a no-name contest by and any if, means. And if this is Dirk's final season, that's a nice farewell to see him at All-Star Weekend one last time, even though he's... You know, he doesn't really play much anymore, but no. yeah, throw him out there, shoot threes. No, actually, when I went to the game, he was actually sitting in between, like, coaches. Like, he is a coach pretty much now. Yeah. <laughs> so he didn't even, yeah, he didn't even get out there when I went to the game. But, but yeah, you would think Wade, too. Wade probably makes the team in his last his last year, too. I think so. The fans almost voted him in. Yeah. You think he'll be picked as a reserve? I, don't I think know. that. I don't know, yeah. It's tough because why that'd be tough not to have him in there just because why not you know yeah the thing is if he the gets Luca is that what you're talking about Wade oh Dwayne Wade yeah the thing is though I I'd feel bad that someone deserving gets bumped if Dwayne Wade makes it Middleton. someone like yeah Bledsoe <laughs> or probably a Buck gets yeah, bumped probably just to have a farewell I think uh, leave him off Vince Carter Dirk. Dwayne Wade, they can just they can have their own again the, the early two thousands. Yeah, they can have their own back. veterans all star game or something in the off season. But it's called the Big Three. Yeah, <laughs> it's a right. summer basketball a, by Ice Cube. <laughs> that league was nothing but Allen Iverson talk for like three months, and then I don't even know if he really played I at all. I don't think he did. Uh, well, speaking of Vince Carter, how come we still can't have somebody halfway decent in that slam dunk contest, or at least a name recognition? Did they name him yet? Um, there's just like rumors, but Dennis Smith from the Mavericks and Miles Bridges from the Hornets are two rumored to be committed to mm. doing it. Bridges yeah. made a heck of a dunk against the Bucks. 
it just it doesn't have the name recognition like it used to. It's always know? like rookies or second year players. They need to make it a huge prize, like a million dollar prize for winning it. <laughs> they have they're not hurting for money. The NBA is growing like crazy. If the years really of want... Griffin jumping over a car are over, I think, huh? Yeah. Even that, even that, that short long ago, but right, and even like Vince Carter putting his whole elbow inside the rim. Vince Carter, that's those were probably the most exciting in our lifetime or that we can remember really it was Vince Carter was amazing. Dominique Wilkins. Uh, yeah. Dominique versus Jordan's like the classic old one, but the problem is now they can they can make as many mistakes as they want. They have like what, five minutes to make a <laughs> dunk or something. So it just kinda takes that wow factor out where Vince Carter took one chance and he put his elbow in a in a rim and it was done. Yeah. Like, or game over. Dunk two basketballs, wasn't that one of his? Probably, yeah, something but, like but that. But that Vince Carter, wasn't the Vince Carter dunk contest the one with Tracy McGrady, too? Was Steve Francis in that one, too? Okay. Yeah, I, I, to I don't know. Sure, age a little bit, but I'm just... I think that was he, just he was against somebody bigger, I think. Yeah, it might have been McGrady. Yeah, the, just so crazy. Yeah, it. I think the lack of star power is what hurts. Even if some of these other young guys put on a good show, yeah, it doesn't have the, the same draws getting some big name guy in there i mean you know fun it would be if Giannis actually did it <laughs> right maybe our only hope is zion williamson next year well maybe Giannis did it one year he's he was really bad how many years ago was it i think when that was, his, when was almost his rookie year when he was what 19 years old yeah he was really bad that's before he got biceps <laughs> well speaking of Giannis and the bucks Won a good one against the Hornets at home and then turned around and had a tough one on the road. Down by quite a bit for most of the game. Seemed to be a little bit questionable from a, from the referee standpoint. But get it within single digits and just falls short. Yeah, the Bucks got they got it down to three late in the game. And then uh, Paul George came down and hit a back-breaking three to make it six-point lead again. And that felt like it sealed it. But So what do we think? Is this the... So the Bucks are now against the Pistons at in Detroit for the next game. Is this the game they really lose back-to-back? Could, could this finally be the one? Uh, I don't know. Pistons are still not a consistent team. No. And then they, they play at Toronto after that. They don't want to be looking ahead, though. What if they're looking ahead to <laughs> right. Toronto? Well, this team losing. has always been next game up kind of kind of team, so I, I feel like they could bounce back against the Pistons. The, now, when you think of this next couple games they have this stretch where they play away right so it's yeah so it's detroit what, at toronto four, four more games yep, right? at washington at new jersey and then they're back home finally um i think they have to get out of this at least three and two to feel comfortable and not like oh maybe this team's not as good as we thought but i don't know they're I, still I, I mean, they're, it's hard to brooklyn's gonna be tough too you can't look past them and i don't know who, who makes a schedule where the bucks are they're two ahead of Toronto in the loss column, but they're also two wins behind. So Toronto's played four more games, which seems like a lot for. <laughs> That's a, I think we we mentioned a little bit in the last podcast that they have a lot of games to get up to 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 try to get even for the All Star break. Yeah, I don't I don't like that. They're four games ahead of us in terms of games played, but that still leaves the Bucks with only thirteen losses. It's Pretty impressive right now. That is fewest in the league, even one ahead of uh, Golden State. And this, the Thunder game, when you look at the schedule, that's one of the tougher games. 
Yeah, I didn't yeah, really was. expect to win there. Yeah. When, even looking ahead, I didn't. I did not expect them to win. And yeah, they made it close. When you look at the box score, you think things went well for the Bucks. They were fifteen of thirty-seven from three, over forty percent. Brook Lopez being Splash Mountain, five of six. Uh, Westbrook five of twenty from the field, but he did have a triple double. Because that's, that's, that's what he does. That's what he does. That's the most important stat in the world is just getting a triple-double. Even if you shoot 5 of 20. So like, I, watched, I watched a little bit of this game, I, and I think, the, like you said, the box score doesn't really give it much justice to the fact that, like, I, I, I know on multiple trips down the court, I saw, like, Giannis get hammered pretty good underneath and they don't call it. Like, there was one play where he basically got shoved out of bounds and they called it out on, on Giannis. It was just, they, it just didn't seem like a, oh, great officiated game but he shot I, more free throws than them still which, which is it, interesting because that's that's all i read on twitter and stuff everybody was really disappointed with how this game was called and and it was kind of like it was just gonna be okc's game and it was really unfair kind of thing right. but and they had a really bad second quarter yeah so, i mean i just I felt they got they got bodied up pretty well and just didn't have much of an answer to it so i don't know if it was just the physical game of it, and they just weren't quite ready for it. But I, I do give them credit; they got they dug themselves a decent hole, and they still grinded back to get it within single digits. I think speaks pretty good volumes. Yeah, One it's of, it's um, nice to see them just they they always seem to fight back. You know, they've had these kind of games, and they just they find a way. They find a way to come back, even if it's just little layups here and there, and they just kind of get get the ball rolling. Like against even even Charlotte, they were down ten, and late in that game, I was like, I was about to turn it off because I was. I just didn't think they would come out with the win, and all of a sudden they just kind of got the ball running, rolling, and they held. I think they held Charlotte to like eleven points. Giannis scored more points than Charlotte in the fourth quarter, yeah. and they they just kicked it up defensively, and they actually brought Connaughton in, and Connaughton gave him that little little nudge, and then they they found a way to win that game. Well, they almost did it today too, but yeah, what came yeah, up okay, short. See, I think they they dug themselves almost a nineteen point deficit yeah. at one point. Yeah. What killed the Bucks was. The bench play tonight. The Bucks bench just got completely outplayed. Really, almost everyone had a bad game coming off the bench. See, that's what happened and against Charlotte too. It was just all starters that game too. So the bench has been uh, a little disappointing the last couple yeah. of games. Is that and what happens when your bench wants to leave? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah um, true. And so, for those of you who don't know, what we're referring to Thon Maker no longer gets his nicknames. No longer, no, not so, so rumor, <laughs> so rumor has it that he that he notified. His agent to let the Bucks know that he was interested in in a trade, due to his lack of opportunity with which, the Bucks team. Which I get because I'm a little surprised after trading Henson, how few minutes there are for Thon. Yeah, DJ Wilson really took took a lot of his minutes. Well, took all of his minutes really, and but Ilyasova's only like playing like five minutes a game too. So yeah, the, we're, we're so doing we, uh, more Giannis at center. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you have you have, the, you have Lopez having his role, and that's not going to change. And then, like I think you mentioned, I think the biggest contribution to him losing minutes is going to be DJ. The emergence of DJ, not only with his defense, his energy, but he just has a knack, um, better shooter, I think, than Thon is at this moment. So I think he, he seems to just have more control over like his body even because I feel like when Thon's in there, he just is kind of out of control. Like he makes some weird, goofy plays sometimes, and when he's at the rim, he doesn't seem as strong as he should be. He looks like a high school freshman. Yeah, yeah, it makes and, you. And he's still developing. Like he's still in their plans. That's the thing is, like he needs to realize, like they mm-hmm. still want him, and they still, you know, 
they still have a vision for him, I think, but he just needs to develop, and that's the problem is he's, he wants it now. He wants what Giannis had, but he just he's not there. <laughs> when you watch <laughs> him run up and down the court, though, it makes you appreciate when you're talking about the best athletes in the world at the All-Star game is Giannis is unbelievable to be up, like about the How same size. How agile he is, yeah. And what he does. He looks like Bledsoe pretty much running down the lane. Yeah, and Thon does kind of have that, that big guy's stride where he kind of yeah. like head down and he's really he's like, like really working to get down the court. Between George Marichon and Sean Bradley, right? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Some of those big guys Watching always. Those, yeah. They're, they had a little bit of a goofy, I don't know what you'd call it, gait. Yeah, like <laughs> a maneuver. Even, yeah. even he had like an awkward stride. Because it's just you're you're so tall that you, your legs are so long, you just look a little awkward. And not Giannis. You might almost say he runs like a deer. Hmm. Hmm. But yeah, insert John Deere life. Hey, maybe you just get rid of Thonmaker and get Bull Bull. Oh, Manupal's son yeah. is. He was injured though. He's, oh, he's injured, injured the rest of the year, so he's pretty much draft. But he's he's entering the draft, right? Yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure I saw that. So, shout out to it Bucks. Shout out uh, subreddit. They had a great uh, meme. Mm. Maker looking at the weather forecast and then <laughs> asking for a trade where it's negative temperatures every day and a foot of snow. <laughs> I think I think we would all take that trade. <laughs> yeah, enjoy the day off, kids of Wisconsin. Watch we trade him to Toronto. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How do you like going further north? Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I winter's coming. I don't think they trade Thon. He's under their control. Yeah, I, I don't think it's going to happen. Especially with there, there is uncertainty about how the roster is going to look next year with Brook Lopez being a free agent. I don't think you want to trade the other guy on your roster who can play like the center role legitimately. Mm-hmm. You can put Giannis in there. You can put Ilyasova in there, but they're they're not going to play a ton of minutes at center. Yeah, I mean, you do that with Giannis in the playoffs, but you don't want to get him beat up all season trying to defend the paint. Right. So uh, kind of looking at the offseason, I don't really want to right now, but looking at it now, has your opinion changed on who should, who we should keep? I know we kind of touched on that a little bit, but I don't know. I They kind of freed up some money. You probably can get two of these guys to stay. I do like Brogdon. The more uh, I see him yeah, play. Yeah, Brogdon's pretty solid. Actually, and he reached his limit of games started, so his offer went up, I believe, to like three or four. I mean, he's going to make more than that, three or four million. But Yeah, it'll depend on what a team is willing to offer him. We can match, but I am worried that some team out there might get a little crazy. I mean, he's efficiency-wise, he's the best player out there right now. Him and Curry were tied at that one little 50 40 90 whatever but i think he's the only guy now i just so, i love efficiency a guy, why he's he's just great i love a guy who can shoot when when you can just flat out shoot and he's shooting he's shooting 42 percent from three and 96 percent from the line <laughs> i think he's missed four free throws yeah um, that, that's impressive could be wrong there that's but. incredible I, I i can't help but kind of fall for a guy like that and then yeah like we were saying i i'll have to wait and see how the playoffs go Maybe Middleton's hot in the playoffs and changes my mind again. So I, I guess I'm undecided now. But I do like, uh, and you're right, you're right on. He's 99 of 103 at the line. Four, four misses, that's it. But yeah, I, I the more I watch Bledsoe, the more I want to keep that guy. Yeah, It's just, he's such a great slasher. And it's just fun watching him and Giannis kind of play together in, in my eyes. So I, I don't know, it's kind of... I hope you can keep all three of those guys. That would and be you idea. might be able to. What about Splash Mountain? 
I don't think it's I don't think so. Unless he's gonna pay play for less. But then again, they might go over to luxury tax. So just a little interesting thing to kind of keep in our minds that uh, granted I love with this team. I wanted I want them to do really good and, and obviously I want to see this team go to the championship this year, but it's inevitable that they're they're gonna have to pay all the five almost all five all four four of the starters are free agents. It's like, so. in, it's like in John Horse we trust. Yeah. yeah. We have a, we have a lot of young GM leadership across That's our sports true. right now. That's true and between Goot and then you have Stearns, they're both and even Horace Horace is our age, so oh, and he's thirty Stearns Stearns is younger than us. Oh no, guys, we're getting old. <laughs> but you have to I mean, I think if you look like league wide, I think they still have a lot of youth comparatively to other teams. Yeah, I guess I can't give a real definitive answer until I see the playoffs. Because yeah. last year, Bledsoe was pretty bad was in the pretty playoffs. Bad. Yeah. That whole Terry, Different regime, Terry Rozier Different regime. got in his head and got the best of him. Which we'll I think see. there's a lot of it. I think there's a whole season built up on that. I, I, I don't think I'd put last year's performance into this year. I think it's a completely different. He's a completely different player. Different player, different like, scheme, all of it. Yeah, I think, we'll see. We'll I, I definitely think, we'll see. We'll see what Jason Middleton Kidd can do. Regime, and then I forgot who two took over for a kid. Pronti. That's it. Mm. I think that whole regime, that whole scheme, like was just not good for Bledsoe. Bledsoe wanted out after that season. Like he had to get recruited back in to like just give me. I think Coach Bud didn't even meet with him before the season to try to like get him to kind of change his mind and I want to stay and, and give him a chance to work in the system and see what it was like and uh, play in it and, and see how it worked out. Good job by the uh, Bucks uh, ownership and GM to pull the trigger on firing kid. I mean, it could be a disaster if we had kept him on for another season. You no. might be looking at, you know, completely different team now with maybe we're firing kid this right. season and everyone's leaving at the end. And mm-hmm. It was perfect timing. I mean, there's even calls for, like, keeping Prunty. I think at the end of the season they're like, yeah, let's give him a shot. I'm like, oh, no. no. <laughs> nope. Yeah. It's a good thank, call. Thank goodness Coach Bud came. Yeah, we'll trust Coach Bud. Excellent coach of the year. Fewest losses right now. Well, what else could we ask for besides right. not a foot of snow happening right now? <laughs> <laughs> foot of snow and death cold. The ice wolves are coming. I know this really is. We are in Game of Thrones. <laughs> Winter's coming, but QTR will keep you warm. Yeah, there you go. So, moving on, because. You know, we're one Sunday away from the big game, right? There was something called a Pro Bowl today. Yeah, Did we, you guys enjoy it? Oh, it was today. Yeah, uh, I loved it. I watched no minutes of it. Yeah, same I here. just looked at the box score. You know, we were just talking about how the NBA All Star Weekend is so fantastic. The NFL is so far and away the worst. It's not even watchable. They none even of added all the skills things, whatever, and I, I didn't even watch any of that. Well, uh, well none of their best players want to go. Yeah, that's a problem. I mean, anytime, the, anytime you have a Pro Bowl game that has the starters and players the like of, well, Russell Wilson, I guess, is okay, but Mitch Trubisky <laughs> is not a game I want to watch. Not even a little bit. And And your best player is a fullback. From the Chiefs. He had a huge game. Huge. Huge game. I mean, yeah, when you look at it, there's some big name guys in there, but still you had like 
Austin Hooper catching a touchdown. Yeah, Anthony Sherman having a rushing touchdown. These aren't exactly, it's not like having LeBron versus Giannis out there on the NBA court. So, I mean, I get you. Do you guys have you guys looked at the box score? I'm assuming you have. Yeah. It's it's not good when your leading rusher for the AFC is Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Tyreek Hill and then Anthony Sherman. That's normal for the Chiefs nowadays, though. Sorry, Lamar Miller, which I don't know why he's in the Pro Bowl either. Melvin Gordon. No, he had one carry. <laughs> one carry, get me out of here. That's <laughs> enough. Thank you for the paycheck. Thank you uh, for my seventy grand. Uh he wasn't even the leading uh Chargers Melvin for rushing yards. Melvin <laughs> Ingram true. led the he had one carry all as well for two yards. For those of you, for those of you listening at home, if you don't know who Anthony Sherman is, we didn't either, really. I mean, he's a he's Pete, a Pete oh, wait, call, no, no, no. Pete I called, called it. it. I called it. Pete nailed that. Yeah, I know my fullbacks. <laughs> Four for eleven and touchdown by far the well, aside for Tyreek Hill, the best running back fullback actually on the on the roster for them. But they also had three catches for ninety-two yards, second leading receiver for the AFC behind Keenan Allen. I bet you the defense just kind of. Fell down like they missed him and stuff. Yeah, that's why it was just a charity I, score. I take pride in not watching this. That's how bad it's been in the past. But I don't know. Is there any way to even fix it? I, I think they know. should just cancel the Devon, Bowl. Devontae Adams was your leading receiver for the NFC. Hey, there you go. Two catches, forty-one. Good job, Devontae. That is so embarrassing. Like, what happened? I, I was it ever it, entertaining? I just, I just think that if you're an all. Either their defense was fantastic, the fact that the AFC won 26-7, but if it's a passing game now because they're going to play like half-trying defense, Mitch Dubisky went 5-9 for nine for 34. I guess Russell Wilson had 60, 68 yards. Dak, maybe maybe between Dak and Adam Thielen threw a pass, so they both had two mm-hmm. interceptions. Or interception each, so. yeah. I think it's just pretty difficult just really of a game to play half-speed. Yes, that's for NBA you can kind of play half speed. Where the, you can't, you can't play half speed, and then the injury factor where it's so physical. When when we know. watch a football game on TV, how many times do they go to commercial with like the sad <laughs> injury music yeah, playing? Right. It's like, it's like ten times a game. Easily, you, you well, can't have football going. Yeah, if you try to play a real game of football and somebody blows out their knee or something, you're devastated. Well, I think part of the problem is is football is such a physical sport that it doesn't get the advantage of like an NBA or Major League Baseball where they can play it mid-season. They can, they, they can take these guys yeah. mid-season and play a game and they're not that worried about them blowing out something. The NFL teams will never allow this to be a mid-season game. Yeah, that's part of it. It does feel like a downer now that the season's over and we're looking at the Super Bowl and it's like, oh, by the way, here's a scrimmage of some stars. Either the team's coming off like a playoff run and, and none of those guys feel up to it to want to go play a game or the season's over and they're already in off-season mode trying to rehab. A long season where their like their bodies already got beat beat up all year. I think they should. I know they did the skills thing. I didn't watch it this year. I did watch it last year, and I think they should almost just do all skills and just cancel the game. Would anyone really miss it if they didn't have the actual Pro Bowl? You still vote guys for the Pro Bowl just for <laughs> get their award. Yeah, they get all they get all whatever all pro teams, all pro teams yeah. and stuff. Why even I, have it? I will say I am get their a, get their badges next to their names for when they're getting introduced the next year. I am a sucker for the the QB event where there's moving targets worth points. And they yeah, have to bring, bring that back with a they, giant they golf did, cart. Did they do it? They did that last year. I remember Rivers and Breeze, I think, did it. And I was like, oh, big-name quarterbacks, and they're actually doing this? The golf carts with the big <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the this, big targets on them with the, with the chalk, chalk the, balls? This time it was uh, the targets were made out of like paper, so the balls like went through them, and they, they're moving... Like on their own, but I remember when we were kids, they had the 
the uh, golf carts with the target on the side, and they threw the footballs covered in chalk. Well, you just had Favre that was just, Favre. Like, just throwing racket balls at him. Yeah, that's one. I loved that one as a kid because I used to think like, oh, I wish we could do that. Like, I want to go build that <laughs> in the backyard and play that one. So I guess that one kind of pulls me in. I think if they just did more entertaining skills, they don't have to get over the top like they do and do dodgeball. Maybe some people want to see that, but I want to see stuff like yeah, biggest arm, accuracy for quarterback, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I'm in. Definitely. So, so Patrick Mahomes and your and New York Jets, Jamal Adams, co-MVP. Congrats. Well-deserved, I'm guessing, without watching. We're as big a sports fans as there are. We, we can't bring ourselves yeah, to no. the right watch. Also, off the hook. one last thing about the Pro Bowl is Jason Witten decided to give the trophy, the MVP trophy, to them, but grabbed it and broke it. So, <laughs> oh. you know. <laughs> He's just oh, not, he he's not used to grabbing championship kind of trophies. Let him boy, Jason. Take that, Cowboys fans. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're a week oh, away from the, the big game, and we got some prop bets and stuff you guys will hopefully chime in and let us know about uh, Wednesday's podcast probably. Yeah, hopefully uh, hopefully I can make it on Wednesday. I'll maybe quit my job before then to make the podcast. If they <laughs> yeah, try we'll to try make to get, work. We're also going to try to get a friend of the podcast who's also really big into to betting and prop bets to talk about either our, our dollar game and, and some of the things he's looking forward to from a, from a prop betting perspective. So after that episode with Frank... And, and Pete did a great job with the trivia challenge. I wanted to come up with with a with a little oh. little twist on a trivia challenge. Oh, you did ask a trivia question in the Frank episode, and you didn't even have an answer to it. <laughs> I did notice that uh, <laughs> it was how many p- playoff appearances to, the Packers to be, have. <laughs> to be um, fair, full disclosure, I was looking at it, and, I, and it was a good question. I thought, but I was looking at it, and I'm like, oh my god, this is actually playoff record, which is not what I asked. Mm-hmm. So. It was not the right number. So as you guys were guessing, I was actually trying to count at the same time, which didn't go well for me. Yeah, because I guess 31. I got a not even close. <laughs> what was it, 32? Hit, hit the corrections music. It was 32. Yeah. So Not even close. I think since you won Packers Jenga, winning that trivia, for getting this question right, you owe me a Packers-themed game. I'm allowing you to either make Packers Connect 4, green and gold pieces instead, uh, Parcheesy Head <laughs> <laughs> or Guess Who with all Packers whichever is your guy wearing glasses are you Vince Lombardi <laughs> oh no Mike Sherman Mike Sherman <laughs> good call Pete other glasses coach you'd be good at <laughs> Guess Who Packers oh, so, are you a heavy set coach <laughs> Andy oh, Reid no. <laughs> Andy Reid Mike McCarthy Mike Sherman Mike Sherman double belts. Google that image. <laughs> so I'll just expect one of those games, I think, by next week. But what do you have for us this time? To be fair, though, I guessed the month and year right for Pete's question. He's like, that's not even close to the date. <laughs> We're pretty quick to shoot down answers, no matter how right they might be. Well, you got me back when I wasn't even close. Well, I guess I wasn't even close. At, at No, I was. 29 I had. So thirty-two, I was cool. Well, I was fine. <laughs> I was fine getting third. I've been using that Super Bowl cup all the time. I really have. It's a I, great cup. I, I cracked yeah. mine, so it does not hold liquid anymore. So you could be decorative, but I could, but I relished in my Jenga game. Don't worry, Walmart has those. So go get one. So what do you got from us? So this is going to be. I'm going to read off three sports facts, mm-hmm. and you need to tell me which one's incorrect. 
Mm. So I'm going to read off three, and there's multiple rounds. So I want you, what I want you guys to do is actually listen to all three, A, B, and C, and you're going to give me the letter of the incorrect one. Okay. Don't read it out right away. Because we're going to each, you're going to write down our own. Because I want you guys to kind of think through it a little bit and explain why you think this one's so incorrect. Pete has a pencil and paper to write down his answer. I am borrowing your daughter's Doodle Pro Fisher Price <laughs> pink writing board. <laughs> Solid choice. All right, ready? Mm-hmm. Sure. Number one. Despite being allergic to chocolate, Ken Griffey Jr. had a candy bar named after him. That's A. That's A. B. The average lifespan of a Major League Baseball is three pitches. Or C. Major League Baseball umpires are required to wear black underwear. All right. I have my answer. Incorrect, right? Yep. Which one do you think is not true? Okay. Okay. You have your answer, Pete? I said A. Griffey. A. Both wrong. Oh, Uh, there was a Griffey bar? I don't remember. A Ken Griffey candy bar. Yeah. It's funny. funny. And he's allergic to chocolate. Funny thing. My parents... Still in their freezer to this day have the Brett Favre and Reggie White chocolate bars. Oh, very nice. I believe. You should have brought that up for a solid, that's a solid memorabilia. It is. That's fantastic. Your parents, good job on being Packers fans. You also had a dog named Reggie. Yes. Yeah. Freezing candy bars. Good on them. Yeah. So so the incorrect one is actually B. Really? The average lifespan of a major league baseball. Is it slightly more? Is more. So I some wonder. say it's five to seven. Otherwise, some have said seven to nine. Yeah, I wonder Three if was that was low, less. but I could not remember any Griffey mm-hmm. candy bar. And I was thinking, was it regional? Was it only like Seattle? Do you know? It's a good question. Because I didn't, I didn't look too been, much into yeah. it. My son was really excited for this one because he has a peanut allergy, so he's excited to hear an athlete right, had, you a, wanna... had another pretty big allergy. So that was cool. All right, so we both lose that one. So no, so the score is still zero zero. Um, I got a race on my you do doodle pro. pro. Okay. (laughs) So number two. A. Steve Young is the great-great-grandson of Brigham Young, for whom Brigham Young BYU is named. B. The referee tossed a jump ball after every basket at one point in the NBA. (laughs) Or C. It takes 2,000 cows to supply the NFL with enough leather for a year's supply of footballs. Oh, man, that's PETA doesn't like that. Yeah, I have my answer. Okay. Who wants to go first? I go Pete first this time. Got C. I also have C. Very good job, guys. Is it synthetic footballs? Yeah. Nope. I mean, up until the point where I think they did go to synthetic footballs, it was up to 3,000 cows. Oh, wow. (laughs) Jeez. So many cows. Hey, we're going to eat them anyway. We right. just had leftover I, cow hides. I guess. So. Yeah, that's true. I mean. Yeah. We all okay. eat burgers. So I just thought there was a farm with that they just made <laughs> right. footballs from. They just wasted all the food. <laughs> just just fed fed the cows the cows <laughs> that they killed for just that, completely that, those footballs. Them. I don't think that's how um, farms work. That's insensitive. I'm yeah, but good job. Yeah, the referee tossed the jump ball after every basket until 1937. That sounded true, but it's yeah, funny. Yeah, <laughs> the reason that sounded true is because games used to be so low scoring right. that it's like, okay, I could see them actually doing that, but and, that is pretty and funny. S- and Steve Young was actually heavily recruited by UNC, and I guess he wasn't rebel enough to actually say no. Break away from And had to go to BYU. More magicians. All right. I'll Next e- one. All right, I'll erase again. So, score is 1-1. One, one. Yep, score is tied up, 1-1. Okay. One, one. Good job, guys. 
Is I there can, a tiebreaker question? I can add. For tie? I can add I've, zero plus one. So I have, one. I, have, I have a bunch of questions, so we can do multiple episodes of this, so you guys can cut me off when you awesome. guys think we're, we're good. Well, three more hours. Sounds yep. good. Before, before the snow starts really falling. So question three. The player, or the actual playing time in an MLB game is just over 20 minutes, despite routinely finishing three hours or more. You said NBA. MLB. Major League Baseball. B. Michael Jordan has worn three different numbers in his pro career. Or C, Pittsburgh is the only American city with three sports teams wearing the exact same colors. All right, Mike. Yeah. Mike, you're up. I said A. Okay. Baseball one. C. C. Mike, you are correct. The actual rough average of playing, of playing time is just under 10 minutes at 9 minutes and 55 seconds. Neither of us fell for the Jordan thing, though. No, because it's because tw- wizards. He didn't. No, did he wear twenty. He did. Wizards? Isn't it twenty three, forty five, and then he had a switch jerseys one game. Yes, he did. Where'd oh, he go, yes. Mike? Yes, he had a, he had a yeah. in in Orlando. He had a jersey stolen. He had to wear number twelve. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Nice job. But mm. the 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 Pittsburgh thing is interesting. Yep. They, I like that they have kind of official city colors. Yeah, don't have to worry about it. you. Just wear one one color scheme, and you got them all covered. Two right. to one. Question number four. A. In the NFL, it used to be a penalty to throw an incomplete pass. Mm. B. Michael Jordan was once one of the best pitchers and hitters in North Carolina while in high school. Or C. The original Stanley Cup was only seven and a half inches tall. I'm going to say A. Okay. I said C. Both wrong. Oh. Jordan got us. It's actually the Jordan one. Michael Jordan was once one of the best high school pitchers in North Carolina, but was not a great hitter, as shown uh, when he played for the Birmingham Barons. Very true. I think he hit under Oh, uh, that's where that's where he tripped us up, yeah. Because I was saying, I know he was drawn back to baseball for a reason, but... Uh, I think Bugs Bunny told him to. Oh, is that what it was? Oh, no, Bugs Bunny told him to play basketball. Yeah. He didn't listen to Bugs Space Bunny Jam. then. Told him to come back to basketball. <laughs> oh, right. oh he, Bugs Bunny brought him back to basketball? Yeah. That was the way? I didn't, yes. yeah. I didn't realize They defeated that. the Monstars. I didn't realize. I need to remember re- that? I need to rewatch a oh, movie. I don't think I've seen it. Great. I don't think I've seen it since it like yeah. was first out. <laughs> Basketball Jones. <laughs> My kids love that movie. All right, next one. Number, so number nobody five. got that right. So yep. we're at two to one. Still two to one. Question five. A. Wisconsin state sport is hockey. What? I'm sorry. Wisconsin's state sport is hockey. Well, I feel like we should know. B. That one. Boxing fights, specifically title or prize bouts, at one time lasted up to 100 rounds. Oh, God. Or C, <laughs> right? Or C, each year 30,000 people are seriously injured by exercise equipment. What's not true? Which one's not true? <laughs> I keep forgetting. I'm like, I know. Oh, that, that one has to be true. Um, what was A? A oh, okay, A. I don't remember now. So who's is it? Is it Mike's Mike, turn first? Mike's turn, yeah. I said C, because I think that's got to be way higher. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I say B, because that just doesn't seem right. <laughs> Both wrong. It's A. a oh, it's no. A. We have failed. What Wisconsin is... does not have a state sport. Oh, that's Only 14 fine. states do have a state sport, and interestingly enough, the state sport of Maryland is jousting. Oh, good for Maryland. That, might, that one must go back a ways. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it does. Jousting. But yeah, boxing, it was, the rule change was in 1900. So up until 1900... Boxing had hundred round. 
Yeah, I, I'm sure they. Bounce. I'm sure they stopped that because of the deaths. Yeah. Yes, I actually remember hearing something along those lines. Maybe not a hundred rounds, but uh, I heard of a, uh, of a fight, on some like documentary that went like forty rounds, what? and the guy the guy didn't want to quit. But I don't. I won't get into details. It's so gruesome that <laughs> he basically was told he had to quit. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, people die during ten rounds. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's crazy. I couldn't. So the funny part is, like, finding these questions were pretty awesome because I'm like, yeah, you've got to be kidding me. What made me think Wisconsin and hockey was just that maybe because the men and women's teams both have played and excelled, and if they're going to have a state sport, they might want it to be something that both both genders play. I don't know. That was my thinking. It's right. completely wrong. So we're still tied at two to one. How many more questions do we want to go? It's up to you. A couple more. Okay. Let's go to Is 10. Let's go to 10? All right. I'm game with that. Right? How we, many have, we have enough time six. for 10? We have plenty of time for 10. All right. Let's go 10. Sounds good. Number six. I hope the listeners at home are also following along because <laughs> this is going to be really interesting if they're not. So at number six, A, because both teams lost so many players to World War II military service, the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Philadelphia Eagles combined to become the Steagles during the 1943 season. <laughs> Steagles. B. He likes that one. No one has ever. (laughs) Right. B. No one has ever batted as a DH in the World Series with the same initials. What? Who keeps (laughs) track of that? Right. The the record for the most career innings in a Major League Baseball is held by Cy Young with three thousand or seven thousand three hundred and fifty-six. I get your answer. I say A. It can't be Steagles. I said B. Correct answer is B. Ah, man. In 1986, Danny Heap became the first player in a World Series to be designated a hitter with the initials DH. (laughs) I kind of, I think you're you're right, Pete. We need to get those T-shirts. We need to get Steagles. 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 I didn't think the I didn't remember if the Eagles were around in the forties. So, so you gotta you gotta so like memorize to that factoid too. Some people ask like, "What the heck is a Steagle?" You're like, that's thank you fan- for asking. That's a fantastic shirt. I'm gonna add that to my list. Make that. I have some shirts I'm looking to buy. There's a minor league team now called the Trash Pandas. Their mascot's a raccoon coming out of a garbage garbage can. I'm, gonna buy, I'm buying that. I'm buying that shirt next. Man, yeah, there's some good hats out there of a uh, minor league team. So I gotta start collecting hats again. Yeah. All right. Mike is three to one right now, getting killed. (laughs) Question seven. A, wrestler Kevin Nash was once the second most recruited player out of Michigan behind none other than Magic Johnson. Well, Pete, wrestling right up your alley. B, golf is the only sport played on the moon. Or C, boxing became a legal sport in 1929. All right, go ahead, Mike. I said C. I said C also. Both are correct. Nice. Box became legal sport in 1901, which is probably why that rule changed. Yeah, legally they they actually yeah you can't go 100 rounds. Yeah. It's not legal. Yeah, yeah, you, you can't, can't go 100 rounds. You can only go 50. You can't sanction that. Here. <laughs> All right. Question, Question eight. eight. I need to make a big run here. Yeah. Question <laughs> number eight. A. Sports command the largest TV audiences, led by NFL football. B. The only two days of the year in which there are no professional sports games played, MLB, NBA, NHL, or NFL, are the day before and after the Major League All-Star game. 
or C. The 1912 Olympics was the last time that gold medals were actually solid gold. I'm good. I say hmm. C. I also said C. Both are wrong. Oh, my God. A is actually the incorrect one. While sports do command the biggest television audiences, is led by the Summer Olympics, World Cup football, um, a.k.a. soccer, and Formula One racing. Oh, you know what? We forgot about all those other countries that don't count. Yeah. <laughs> that watch sports. <laughs> all right. I was actually interested to find out about the Olympic medals. They're actually silver with gold plating, which I think I kind of knew from that whatever, I that but I thought it was sense. much more recent than... Yeah. Yeah, I would have guessed that they had solid gold ones. That was so. your chance, Pete. Yeah, now you can best you can do is tie and force a tiebreaker. All right, number nine. A, basketball legend Wilt Chamberlain never fell out of a game. B, Wade Boggs ate only chicken the day before a game and drew a, a Hebrew symbol for life. What is that, a Kai? Chai? Chi? It's Kai. Chi? C-H-A-I? Might be Kai. We'll say Maybe Kai. Sure. It's a, Hebrew, it's a Hebrew symbol for life in the dirt before every at-bat. Or C, the Miami Dolphins were the first team to have a cheerleading squad. I'd say C. I said A. Pete is correct. The Dallas Cowboys hired the NFL's first professional cheerleading squad in 1972. First and best. Should have known, yeah. That's why they're so famous. All right, Pete, you're on a run. All right, here yeah, we go. This is your chance. This is a pen- last penalty kick. Don't miss. Can Ronaldo make it? Ronaldo would always make it. True. A. At 101, Larry Lewis ran the 100-yard dash in 17.8 seconds, setting a new world record for runners of 100 years old. B. Honey is used at the center of golf balls. Or did I say C right away? Or did I say B? You said B. Cool. Then C is (laughs) in MLB, in the Major League Baseball, no one has ever been traded for themselves. Mm. All right. Um, I'm just guessing. What did you say? Uh, I, I guess I'm guessing on all these. Can I switch my answer now that I saw no. his? <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> Beep. B. <laughs> no, no what'd you have? Uh, B. You have yeah. B? I also yeah. said B. You're both wrong. That sounded it, right. I don't know why I said that. It was C. That's what I wanted oh. to say. Good thing I said C. Ty. Former Major League Baseball catcher Harry Chidi was the first player to ever be traded for himself. He was originally traded from Cleveland to the New York Mets for a player to be named later just to become that player after 15 abysmal games with the Mets. <laughs> hmm. That's pretty funny. He was named later. Perfect. Yeah. So, Mike, you won. Four to three. How about one more for double or nothing? Okay. All right, just for just for fun, just, just to cap it off. All right. A. Michael Jordan was paid a thirty-eight thousand dollars salary while playing for the Chicago White Sox AA affiliate Birmingham Barons in nineteen ninety-four. B. The NFL estimates that more than one hundred children are conceived every year at the tailgate parties in the Super Bowl parking lot. <laughs> you have to name your kid after the Super Bowl somehow. Or C, the University of Miami had a streak of 149 consecutive regular season weeks where a former Hurricane scored a touchdown in an NFL game. Come on, Pete. A. I said B. Oh, Pete. Correct. Oh. Bulls and White Sox owner Jerry Reinsdorf continued to pay Jordan his reported $4 million salary while he played minor league baseball. Good call. 
it must be nice to have a a boss who's like letting you just have a have a go at your passion while you step away from your your better sport. Was he was he confident Jordan would come back? <laughs> I think he had to. That's why he paid him to go go have fun. You think so? I'm surprised they can try to accurately predict uh, B. I guess you would know reasonably Based close to date. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So everybody who conceives a baby next week, you got to name <laughs> it Lie. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Very good. Good call. I, 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 I. That's what Saints fans think of that. Yeah. Super Bowl is that? Yeah, so I have a few more questions if you want to do this a little, little bit again. There's a, there's a few more interesting ones, but you get the gist of it. Good job, guys. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Thanks. Yeah, that was fun. All right, so we had uh, our fantasy football roundup. We we wanted to wait for you, Mike, because um, it was me versus you. Yeah, Andy had already clinched first. Yeah. So it came down to the two of us. Mm-hmm. I was down two points in the standing, so I had to finish ahead of you. If if you finished last and I got first, I'd jump you completely. Right. But if I finished one spot ahead of you, we'd be tied. And we had wondered, what was the tiebreaker going to be? Total points. I was too lazy to type it all in. <laughs> I should have done this before because it took like two minutes. Put it in the, sp- put it in the spreadsheet. That's more like our, that's more right up our alley. Yeah. You were ahead by... Why do anything now? What we can do later. By 26 going into that week. So we were watching it live as it was happening. <laughs> it was pretty amazing. And because I had uh, I had Mahomes mm-hmm. and Williams of the Chiefs going, and you had Tyreek Hill and Kelsey. Uh, yeah, I think so. Because that, and you had oh you had, oh, Brady. I had Brady, Brady too. and and Sony yeah. Michelle. You had a lot of guys yeah. in that game. He's, he's just gonna nod to yeah. everything you say because he's just hoping you're reading from accurate. Source. I am. I'm looking at the spreadsheet. Yeah, you had a ton of guys going, but it. The thing is, uh, any Kelsey or Hill touchdowns also got points for Mahomes. So you really had to cheer for just weird stuff. <laughs> Brady to hit Sony Michelle in passage, which doesn't happen. But at one point we were separated by what one point? Yeah, but I I think it was one point. Yeah, that sounds about right. But in the end, Mahomes to Williams connection, he hit that a couple times. So hey, I, if it would have been Mahomes to Kelsey, I would have won. Yeah. That's how or close Hill. it was. Yeah, it was close. So so I finished last, like always. <laughs> Makes total sense. So I was uh, it's sitting pretty. I had a near chance to kind of almost get first for a while there. And so we, anyway. owe, we owe Andy dinner. Mm-hmm. Andy I owe two-thirds and you owe a third. Mm-hmm. And Andy has to pay the tip. Yeah, what's your... What's, what's <laughs> your whoa, whoa, whoa. What's your yeah, uh, restaurant of choice? Uh, pancake breakfast next, next Saturday? <laughs> all right. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> With the lines come all you can eat, Lance. Oh, yeah. Do we already have tickets to that? We might be going anyway. <laughs> so what is that? Didn't we have a dessert bet, too? Was that the the Super Bowl prop bet? Uh, that was our Super Bowl picks. And uh, Andy, again. Because <laughs> Andy, uh, Andy had uh, Patriots Rams. I had uh, Chiefs Rams, so I got one out of two. Pete, you had Saints. Saints. Chiefs. 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 So, all right, same standings. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh-huh. Cold Stone Creamery. <laughs> yeah, don't trust anything. I <laughs> well, well, since that's <laughs> why I don't Texas Roadhouse with you guys and Cold Stone Creamery. Here we go. Since it's the same standings, I mean, can we just can we combine this in the the same place? It, whatever. <laughs> 
Just wait till after tax time so I have enough money. <laughs> yeah. No, it's good. Whatever we want to do, boys. So you got to think of a place. Do you have a place in mind? Or Texas Roadhouse. Whatever you want to do. Sizzler. Sizzler. Going to Sizzler. <laughs> I don't even From know where a Sizzler is around there anymore. <laughs> From like White Man Can't Jump, I think. Oh, uh, yeah. There were Sizzlers when we were kids, I think. For yeah. sure. That yeah. sounds about It was like right. Ponderosa and all those yeah. those chains around. The, yeah. the chain little steak. The stain. The st- <laughs> I can't even talk. It's too late. We'll end this. The chain steak joints that were affordable. <laughs> Which is something that doesn't exist too much anymore. You got replaced by like Old Country Buffet. Yeah. <laughs> All those like Golden Corral. <gasps> Let's go to Old Country Buffet. <laughs> Golden Corral? I think uh, that's all you can need buffet just so you can watch Misery. No, no uh, our friend Nick, who was once my roommate, while we were roommates, we went to a Golden Corral and I said I'd never go back. There were two ladies sitting there. <laughs> With the, they, the dead bags? No, but... Uh, they were telling the waiter, I told you we'd be back. And they were ta- bragging about how they ate lunch and dinner at Golden Corral that day. Wow. I remember going to Golden... I think it was Golden... And we were disgusted. We were never going back here. <laughs> I want to say Golden Corral. Either, I remember it was in college, though. I can't remember if it was in Appleton or Oshkosh. Or, but a group of us went out, and there was a group of ladies, similar to yours, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sure. But they brought... Bags. Oh, the bag people. Yeah, the infamous bags. They just lined their purse, their giant duffel bag purses with garbage bags, just shoveled food in. I want to take home some of this salmonella chicken, feed it to my overweight cat. Yeah, that was fun to watch them argue with management when they got asked to leave. It's like, nowhere does it say you can't bring a bag in. That's fun. This is all you can eat. That's fun for, like, college when you're broke, but I think we're at the stage of our life. Yeah, they were not college age. we're, We're past buffets. Except for Andy's big prize. <laughs> Old Country Buffet. I'm loving it. They're now a sponsor. Loving <laughs> it. Oh, it's not that, is it? No. It's McDonald's. Mike is hallucinating. We See need yourself drive home in an Old Country Buffet. No, it's not that either. What was that note? That's Toyota or something. One call. That's <laughs> all. That's them. That's, that's them. That's Old a- Country Gruber. Old Country McGruber. Somebody told me they saw David. Old Country McGruber. I'm so loving it. One call, that's For all. everyone who knows who David Gruber is, <laughs> I, I heard someone tell me they saw him like at a Brewers game, and basically that commercial's <laughs> ruined his life because like 10 seconds couldn't go by without someone just yelling, Hey, Gruber, <laughs> one call, that's all. Just all game. That's all it was. <laughs> but he still so I hope does it. So I he hope still it. does it, so, so it's I not like it's it, it doesn't bother him too much. He's making mm-hmm. enough money off of it. All right, I think we can end this. Sure. Good job. Good job by you guys. Good job by you. Yeah, I try. Proud of you. Good luck in the snow, everyone. Yeah. Hey, if you're looking to kill some time, QTR, go back and listen to some episodes. Put it on while you're uh, shoveling. Hey, remember two weeks ago when we had green grass? Brown (laughs) grass? Now we have like feet feet of snow. (laughs) We have have so many feet of snow. I don't don't even know where to put it, really. (laughs) But it's the funny part is, is like we're gonna get we're gonna get dumped on again, like a foot or more, and then we're gonna get to sub sub zero like Arctic Arctic style negative temperatures, just to go back to like forty and rain. Gotta love Wisconsin. But that's nuts. That is gonna be like almost a seventy degree spin. 70 degrees. 
I know. It's ridiculous. I'm not going to move away. I don't know why, but I'm just going to stay here and enjoy yeah. it. It's, it's the same degree spin as if it was zero degrees out and then became 70. Maybe it's we're amazing. Shorts. It's an, anyway, it just boggles my mind. <laughs> okay. But with that, mailbag. Keep your keep your questions coming. Questionableturn.com slash mailbag. And we appreciate anybody and all that write in. We try to get you on the air as soon as possible. So get your questions and comments in. We appreciate it. Facebook.com slash questionable to return. Q to return on the old tweeter. And personally, I'm at Andy, the number nine man on the tweeter. I'm at Mike R. Daily. I'm loving it. And I'm on Twitter at P. Cozy oh, Jr. Leave it to Pete to correct it. <laughs> Can't even get the sarcasm. Oh, that's all right. But keep up the five-star reviews. We appreciate it. Help us out a lot. And then also share with a friend. You know, everybody loves some QTR podcasts. So spread, spread the love. So with that, we'll see you guys next time. Good night, everyone. Go Steagles. <laughs>